The following program is produced by Rosado Marketing. The views and opinions of the host and guests are not necessarily those of this station. Now, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Nevada Real Estate Radio has helped thousands of listeners make the right decisions when buying homes or refinancing. You'll never go wrong when you get your advice from real estate professionals that you know, like, and trust. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Nevada Real Estate Radio. This is Peter Padilla, and I'm pleased to be with you today on a very nice weekend in the beautiful state of Nevada. It is awesome to be talking to people that are in the industry because it's an exciting time to be in the real estate market. Exciting in some ways because of opportunities, but challenging in other ways because it is difficult to find the right home. There aren't that many homes when you compare to how many buyers are out in the market. We talk with a lot of home buyers and home buyer experts and investor experts on our radio show. Our special guest in the studio today is Vince Scott. He's a native of Napa Valley, California, and he's been in the real estate business for over 20 years. He's with Sotheby's International. He has experience in both sales and development. He's licensed in Nevada and California, and he was recently the top producer with over $800 million in closed transactions, and that includes the $29 million sale of the Tahoe Biltmore Hotel. Welcome to the show, Vince. Nice to be here. Thank you. Also with us in the studio, Lou Carr. Lou is the branch manager of Summit Funding, a great mortgage lending company, Nevada and across the country. Welcome to the show, Lou. Thanks very much, Peter. It's a great day. Today we're talking a little bit more about uh, luxury homes, uh, Incline Village, Lake Tahoe. Vince, how long have you been focusing on that area, or is that what you've done throughout your career, is the Lake Tahoe area? Pretty much exclusive to Lake Tahoe. Last three or four years I've been down in the Reno area in addition. Tahoe, 20 years up there. It's been a real good market, Good mm-hmm. had a really good run through the dot-com boom and bust. Yeah. And then recently, in the last six or seven years, it's been a little off. But in the last year or so, we've seen some pretty good gains. Uh, the, the lakefront market in particular has been really hot. We had about 18 lakefront sales this year wow. on the Nevada side. That mm-hmm. has been really an indicator that California money is moving to Nevada for, for tax reasons at the very high level. So you do some deals, though, sometimes on the California side of I the do, lake yes. and Nevada side of the lake. More activity on the Nevada side than I would imagine? Uh, more activity from a driven by a tax standpoint, people yeah. looking for Nevada. Mm-hmm. You know, that's sort of what we specialize in, mm-hmm. um, exchanges and people looking to relocate their both their company and their residence. California side is uh, a little bit different type of buyer. They're you know not concerned as much about that. They're they're looking for value, and mm-hmm. there are some values on the lake for mm-hmm. sure on the California side. Everybody talks about they'd rather live in Nevada because of the tax basis or the government or whatever the reason is. But it gets me to wonder if maybe down the road there'll be more people on this side, the Nevada side, than on the California side. So maybe California is a good place to look at some of those opportunities. I mean, despite the challenges that you have, let's face it, it's California. It's like yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, and it's a second home market in general. So, you know, those people necessarily aren't affected by the tax parameters right. as much. But it's still with the with the Nevada values going up, it really makes some of those California properties very attractive. And uh, in terms of per square foot or per lake li- linear mm-hmm. foot along the lake, you can yeah. really get some good values. Yeah, and let's face it: the people that are buying property in and around Lake Tahoe. 
you have to be somewhat affluent, right, to be buying property there. So, right. And then affluence, where does that come from? Lou, uh, money, right? That is correct. you got to have yes. money to be affluent. I mean, <laughs> I don't know any poor Earn affluent it. people. Earn it and hold it. Those That's are right. two keys. Yes. And where do most people make the big money, the affluent money, in America? I would think it's people that own their businesses, right, people that are entrepreneurs, Vince, what about what are these people that you're talking to? Are they uh, nine to five hourly employees, or they work at the convenience store, or what's what's what are their what's their background? <laughs> well, I I, I kind of break it into a couple categories: old money yeah. and new money, mm-hmm. and uh, there's a lot of both rolling into Lake Tahoe. You know, like on the California side, the West Shore, it's very traditional. A lot of old money yeah. uh, over in that side. Incline is a lot more new money, tech money, you know, startups, IPOs, all that. There's just that type of brand new money that is, you know, I call it funny money sometimes. You guys have so much money, it's ridiculous. This is Peter Padilla, your host on Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm talking with two guests in the studio today. Lou Carr is with us. He's the branch manager of Summit Funding in Sparks, Nevada, a great mortgage company across the country. Also with us in the studio, Vince Scott. And Vince is a realtor at Sotheby's International, primarily working in the Lake Tahoe area. Uh, Vince, you've done a lot of work in your past, construction, development, brokerage, management, multifamily, commercial, hotel, resort properties. I see you're from Napa Valley, so I, were you in the wine business? Oh, you know, I grew up as a kid working in the wine business, and I'm actually jumping back into the wine oh, business. Oh, there you go. So. See, I could, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Typically, you don't make a lot of money in the wine business. It's a, it's a yeah. labor of love. But I, like I, have a, I have a project that uh, I'm working on in Gardnerville called the Buffalo Creek Ranch, which mm-hmm. is a green-built, sustainable project that you live in, have, you're in the vineyards and, oh, in the, yeah. and the orchards, and it's a very it's a cool project. Mixed-use resort, residential, spa, wellness center. So sort of getting back into that, the, the mm-hmm. winery business. In Tahoe, you wear a lot of different hats. So all the, all the development, hotel, resort, it's, it all works together. Commercial, multifamily, developing in the Lake Tahoe Basin is a challenge for sure because you have the TRPA up there. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of environmental issues where you live, obviously, and I, you mm-hmm. know, I, I hear about these huge fines for people that cut a bush or cut a tree, and, and so you have to, you, you just have to be really aware of, of the, the fact that you're on basically protected territory. Mm-hmm. People still flock there because it is so beautiful. It's such a beautiful place to mm-hmm. be. I remember the first time I saw Lake Tahoe, I thought, I've got to find a place here. I've got to find something here mm-hmm. where I can look at this lake. It's mesmerizing. Yeah. I mean, the limited supply does create value. You know, mm-hmm. in, in in its way, the environmental thresholds and the barriers to entry and protecting the clarity of the lake and the air quality, all of that works together. Mm-hmm. And in the long run, it does create value because it's desirable and there's limited inventory. Are there investment opportunities in Lake Tahoe or is it strictly a luxury home, second home kind of market? You know, there's investment opportunities opportunities for what I call patient capital because okay. nothing moves quickly through Tahoe. Maybe that's old money. That, that's the old money <laughs> and that's the money where you you know you can afford to invest a few million dollars right. and not expect a return for two or three or four years. Mm-hmm. That's really what it's all about is understanding if you can be patient and work through the through the system, you can make some good returns. Now would that be on uh, like uh, businesses or you know we, we talk about multifamily units, apartment complexes. I mean, a lot of people are working. You have a lot of the working class in Lake Tahoe and in Columbia. Right. Those are people have to work. Is there housing opportunity for them in those areas? There is. You know, and it's mostly remodels, teardowns, mm-hmm. rebuild, things like that. There, the, that's a good way to add value from an investment standpoint. In terms of commercial opportunities for pure cash flow and cap rate, there really isn't a lot in 
incline or around Tahoe that makes sense from a mm-hmm. cap rate standpoint. Mm-hmm. Reno and Sparks is a much better area for that for that mm-hmm. type of investor. How about the rental market, Vince? Is it, you know, for the uh, single family residential properties, can somebody come in and, and, you know, buy a piece of property maybe on the California side and have it make sense for them? It's, uh, it's about a break even the last time I looked at it. I mean, it can make sense from a, a standpoint of increased value, but pure cash flow, uh, the, the rental incomes aren't right there with what you need to pay for a property to make it pencil. You know, so you might close, so you might come in and buy a place, and again, if you're a patient investor and maybe you gain some appreciation or you finance the property and then pay the loan off over time, you know, using some rent to offset it, that might be a way to gain over time. Yeah, and yeah. you would know about that. You know, if, if there's investment money out there uh, at fairly low rates, then you could leverage a pretty good return, um, and your cash on cash return could be pretty good but uh, the the overall rental market i think is is slowly coming up but unless we get more snow and the ski resorts are are doing better the you know all the employee housing and all the hotel employees that really drive that rental market long term we just need we need some snow we need, we need the whole economy just to be yeah. Yeah. boosted well, well let's talk about the lake for the the fact we're we're into the spring and heading to the summer yeah everybody's scrambling right now i know the incline village boat ramp the general improvement district the Sand Harbor launch ramp, uh, everybody is thinking, what are we going to do? I mean, how long is this season going to last? Mm-hmm. And so hopefully they're proactive in working with the TRPA to create systems to get those boats launched mm-hmm. because it's a big business, big revenue, and people depend on that. So, yeah. I mean, buoys, some that are deep water are okay, others are in trouble. So it's a cycle. I'm sure it'll all come back, you know, not too worried about it at this point. Not like state of California, you know, they're going into major water conservation measures. well we're lucky that our lake is so high up on the mountain you know we get yep. first shot yep. at that snow melt what, what little there is there and it's a huge lake very deep so hopefully it will get us through the you know the toughest mm-hmm. times it's coming however i, I agree too it's uh, everything moves in cycles mm-hmm. and we'll probably be uh, concerned about flooding here in another year or two you never know yeah, there'll be too much yeah. water where's <laughs> all this water coming from Luke? exactly it's not one thing it's another <laughs> yeah <laughs> or, or you watch tv and and you know here we're talking drought and i don't know texas or new orleans they've got too much water right. over there Send you know it over it's not one thing it's another and join our conversation today with Vince Scott. He is a realtor at Sotheby's International. And we're talking about luxury homes, second homes, investment property in the Incline Village and Lake Tahoe area. Also with us, Lou Carr from Summit Funding Branch Manager in Sparks, Nevada. And we have more conversation for you, our real estate investment listeners, after this message. This is Helen Graham from Keller Williams Realty Group 1. You are listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he's an incredible source of bringing together multiple experts in the real estate community. And Peter is really knowledgeable. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. 
Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. This is Ryan Frey from ASAP Home Solutions. We buy houses. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Patia. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio. I'm glad you tuned into our show today. We're having a great conversation with our in-studio experts talking about real estate and real estate for investors. My name is Peter Padilla, and I'm pleased to be with you today like we have been for the last 10 years. We are, yes, in our 10th year of broadcasting Nevada Real Estate Radio, and we are pleased to help more and more listeners every day make great decisions when they're looking to take advantage of what could be the biggest financial opportunity of their lives. Buying real estate, specifically investment real estate, even when you buy your first primary residence, let's face it, you're putting investment money on the line. It might go up, it might go down, and there's interest rates to think about. It's a big decision. It's almost like going into business, but it has great benefits because we talked with business owners, entrepreneurs, and real estate investors every day here at Nevada Real Estate Radio. If we can chat with you, if you have any questions for us, call us anytime after the show, 775-223-3428. And as I mentioned, we have other experts that come into the studio and chat with us about their specialties as well. Hard money lending is one of those topics. Every now and then, you just can't find a bank loan or you can't qualify for a bank loan quickly enough to pull the trigger on a piece of real estate. In those cases, I recommend that you talk to Dave Washburn. He's with Socotra Capital, Nevada. Socotra Capital is a hard money lender. And if you tune in next week, Dave is going to be with us on the show. If you have questions for Dave, visit our website, nevadarealestateradio.com. With me in the studio, Vince Scott is with us from Sotheby's International Realty, talking about real estate in real in. Um, Incline Village and Lake Tahoe. Also with us is Lou Carr. Lou is the branch manager of Summit Funding. Lou, we were talking about second homes with Vince, about how people are looking to buy them as well as primary residents in the Lake Tahoe area. Why don't you share with our listeners how mortgage lending works when somebody wants to buy a second home? I'd love to, Peter. Um, uh, In the the institutional mortgage lending business, we, we basically have three categories of home ownership. There's primary residence, which uh, uh, will typically get you the best available rates, whether it's uh, conventional financing or FHA, uh, uh, VA, USDA. Uh, that is our, that's the primary category that we do loans. Um, so the bulk of our business falls into that category. There's a, another, uh, which we call investment property, and that's typically going to have the least favorable terms and require the largest down payment. Right now, investment property uh, requires a 15% down payment. Uh, but when you're qualifying for that type of loan, you can also use rental income to help you qualify to purchase the property. So it's a, you know, it is a fantastic way to, to acquire property. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, what you're talking about is as, as a second home. And we have specific criteria for second homes. Um, Number one, it needs to be a property that is remote in time and distance from your primary residence. So um, uh, I live in Sparks. Uh, 
if I wanted to buy a second home up at Lake Tahoe, that would make sense to an institutional lender because that might be somewhere I would go on the weekend and you know hang out and then come back to my regular primary residence after mm-hmm. the weekend's done. Mm-hmm. That requires a 10% down payment. And the terms are are as good as primary residence. We just require that little bit larger down payment, 10% mm-hmm. versus 3% for a conventional primary residence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, the drawback to second home, say, versus investment property is that you cannot use rental income to qualify because if you're going to own this as a second home, you would not be renting it out. Yeah. 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 So that's kind of the basic the basics of the three types of purchases. So basically, if you want to get a bank loan to buy a second home in the Lake Tahoe, Incline Village area, more or less 10% down is what you need if you qualify in all, all other areas. Correct, yes. And with a 10% down payment, you would pay PMI, yeah, private course. mortgage insurance. Mm-hmm. With 20% down conventional, uh, you would not be required to pay PMI. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I, I didn't mention, but but FHA and VA and USDA financing, they don't do – they only do primary residence loans. So you couldn't purchase mm-hmm. uh, a second home or investment property with, with the, those three, FHA, VA, or USDA. All right. So you, you can't get any government uh, involvement basically or, or as much involvement, let's say. Correct. On these and you've got to go with a conventional loan. Correct. Got it. Yes. Got it. Okay. So, yeah, that that should be something on uh, – well, I know it's on my bucket list. I'd like to buy a second home in Lake Tahoe. In well, and, and Peter, we, we talked about in the, the Investors Club meeting um, a couple of weeks ago, remember we talked about all the different – uh, ways that you can purchase property not using uh, institutional financing from a company like mine. Yeah. There's also Dave Socotra from, or excuse me, Dave Washburn from Socotra Capital. They do hard money deals. But right. I mean, I'd love to hear from Vince uh, today about, you know, obviously you can purchase a home with cash, but the other ones we talked about, you know, the seller carrying back a mortgage. Or uh, sometimes we negotiate with with distressed property owners, um, reverse mortgages. That's actually a form. It's an FHA loan. But there are a lot of different ways to purchase property. And I'm really curious, you know, kind of what what's the market like up in Tahoe? Are, are there do you see a lot of creative financing or is most of it? you know, cash or, or institutional financing? You know, you, you used to. I'm, I'm a dinosaur in, in the business, and I've, I've been one of the most creative guys over the years. Um, and you used to see a lot of that, and even wraps, lease options, uh, AITDs, things of that nature that get pretty creative, seller carries. Mm-hmm. Um, now, uh, as values have increased, equity has increased, um, you know, it's it's easy to sell, and usually the buyers, at least in Tahoe, fifty percent or sixty percent are all cash. The balance is very qualified, uh, so there's really no need to get creative. Um, mm-hmm. You know, really, but you know, you do get those occasions where if the seller has a lot of equity and they do want to sell, and they'd rather uh, get their price and mm-hmm. carry financing. You know, mm-hmm. and um, and they like the income stream. So if you sure. negotiate a good, you know, rate at six or seven percent, something more than they can get in their right. money market account, yeah. then with enough down, they could do it. 
And, yeah. and that happens a lot. Um, mm-hmm. And there are people that are, you know, about to sell their companies or coming into some money and they just don't have a lot of cash now, but their credit looks good and, they, and they're solid guys, you know, and usually it's the self-employed buyer that buys up there. And so their tax returns are very creative. And, um, you know, you get into terms where, okay, you know, do owner carry for a year, and then when you cash out on your stock, then you can close on it, something like that. Yeah, and I imagine it depends on the market, too. A hot market, you know, the seller kind of dictates, you know, we'll pick and choose whom whom we want to do business with as far as who we sell to. And then if it's a tough market, people yeah. t- probably tend to get a little more creative. Yeah, it's interesting because the rates are so good right now, yes. as you know, and some of these guys, they should be getting a mortgage, but they're paying cash. Yeah. And so I have that conversation with them obvi- all the time because I'm, I'm also looking at them as an investor for some of my projects. I said, why don't you just put a mortgage on it at three, yeah. two and a half, three, three and a half, whatever. Yeah, because you're solid jumbo. gold. Yeah. You know, margin yeah. your stocks. They have those programs uh, through some of the, those guys mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. And roll your cash into something that's going to give you a better return. Right. So yeah. I have those discussions all the time. Yeah. I mean, as you mentioned, you know, jumbo interest rates are fantastic. And and actually, we talked a little about the the uh, margin your stocks or by what I heard it called is um, securities-backed mortgages. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, those are fantastic things. Like you say, you know, you can make your money work in a lot of different categories if you do use that financing. Yeah. But then again, it's a lot easier to walk in and pay cash, too. It is. Yeah. <laughs> so if somebody wants to live, let's say, at Lake Tahoe, but they just can't quite afford it because of the cost of homes, where are some of the next closest places to the lake besides Lake Tahoe and Klein Village, Vince, that you would recommend people consider? Uh, that's a really good question. A lot of people want to be closer to the airport. They want more value, more bang for their buck. And mm-hmm. so... They look at the price and incline, and then they come down to even Montreux or Arrow Creek or Saddlehorn or something like that, mm-hmm. which are considered some of the higher end, Collin Ranch, and they go, wow, this is a lot of value, a lot of square footage for the money. I'm close to the airport, the services, downtown's on its, you know, on its way up, making mm-hmm. some improvements. So uh, we call them decliners, where they they, they come down from <laughs> incline. And they, yeah, so they come hey, down. You're, to you're outside down. the TRPA too. That's probably be a, outside be a the TRPA. About, the yeah. school system is good. You know, that's one of the reasons I moved down. Is uh, I was very impressed with you know Galena and Hunsberg and some of the schools as being really good for what my kids right. needed. So I, I think that drives a lot of people's right. decision. And, and, you know, we've mentioned TRPA a couple times, and but could you explain who that is? The Tahoe Regional Planning Agency. It's a bi-state California-Nevada agency that was created in the 80s, um, basically to control growth and mandate um, development and, and ensure water clarity and the, the health of the lake in general and air quality. And uh, they've now gotten very, very big and into erosion control, um, affordable housing, you know, more social programs, uh, anything that has to do with the lake or in the basin they're involved in. And and it's they're a tough agency to work with. Is there is there a Nevada side of the agency in California or I mean, I mean, they work together, I'm sure they work together as a board and uh, it's made up, you know, I think of 12 or 13 members on California side and maybe seven or eight on the Nevada side and the TRPA governing board, it's called they, the staff reviews the project, presents it to the governing board for approval or denial in Mm -hmm. a lot of cases. And that's the way it functions. Mm -hmm. 
the California side is generally the more liberal side. They have, uh, you know, the League to Save Lake Tahoe and all these other groups that are really there. Uh, you know, they, they, a lot of them have very good purposes. And in overall, the, the, the general purpose of TRPA is a good one. Yeah. It's just right. sometimes I think they get a little sidetracked with over micromanaging things yeah. that stifles the economy sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I can yeah. see that. That's a, a tough balance that you've got to it create there balance. between maintaining and preserving that beautiful uh, mm-hmm. treasure, Lake Tahoe, yep. and trying to keep business going and, and keep the money circulating. Yep. It Great is conversation about Lake Tahoe Incline Village. Fantastic place to consider living, buying a home, second home, primary residence. It's a beautiful place. Wow. And Vince, you're the man to talk to at uh, Sotheby's International in case anybody wants to reach you and chat more about real estate in that beautiful part of our state, what's the best way to reach you? Cell phone. We all have our cell phones attached to us 24-7, right? It's part of the brain. Yeah, 775-240-0241. All right, and I'll put your contact information on our website to make it easy for people to find you that way too, Vince. Thanks. Great. We have more to chat with you about and with Lou Carr, branch manager of Summit Funding Mortgage Company in northern Nevada. We'll be back after this. This is Pete Nevin from Far West Real Estate, farwestrealestate.com. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Sage International Incorporated sparks and fuels the entrepreneurial spirit by providing the strategies, information, education, tools, resources, and ongoing support services that will lay a solid foundation under a business owner's dream. If you're thinking of starting a business and you're not sure where to begin, Sage International Incorporated offers a free 30-minute consultation. Call 1-800-254-5779. That's 1-800-254-5779. Or visit sageintl.com. Buying investment real estate is a big decision. Getting the right mortgage is critical. This is Michelle Holbert, NMLS 184194 and MLB 3723 from Caliber Home Loans. With today's extremely affordable mortgage interest rates, you have the opportunity to step into what could be your best investment purchase of a lifetime. When you find the right property at the right price, you'll need to be pre-approved for your mortgage to lock in your deal with the seller. Caliber Home Loans is ready to talk with you about getting a mortgage to purchase real estate. Visit www.michelleholbert.com, and that's M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-H-U-L-B-E-R-T.com, or call 775-284-1922. This is Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. Thank you. Caliber Home Loans, located at 6530 South McCarran Boulevard, Reno, Nevada, 89509. This is Charles Christian from Reno, Nevada. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. It's a pleasure to be with Peter. He's a leader in our community and sharing great ideas about the real estate opportunities in Reno. You're tuned in to Nevada Real Estate Radio. Thanks for tuning in to our radio show today. We're on the Lotus Broadcast station in northern Nevada, 1060 AM, KFOI. We talk with many people about buying homes and people selling homes, realtors, investors, title escrow, all the in, in, all the experts that are in the business. And that is true. It, they're in the business because when you buy real estate, it's like going into business even if you're buying your primary residence. You have to keep up with the taxes, the HOAs, the maintenance, the upkeep. 
All of those things have to be monitored just like a business. It's a great way to get started in business, too, if you're looking for investment property. If you're buying your first investment property, you have to know what some of the pitfalls are, though, about owning real estate as an investment and owning a business. The person you should talk to about this is Sherry Hill from Sage International. Sherry Hill can help you make the right decision on forming a corporation to protect yourself and your real estate holdings once you become an investor. The best time to talk to her is before you buy that first property. But even if you already own investment property, you should talk to Sherry Hill to make sure that you're structured properly to give you the maximum protection and benefit of your business. Call Sherry Hill at 1-800-254-5779. Sherry Hill is the Wealth Protection Diva. Lou Carr is with us. Hope you're doing well today, Lou, and things are going well at Summit Funding. I'm doing fantastic, Peter. And, you know, having lived in California uh, a good part of my life and in Nevada now for, I don't know, a dozen or so years, I love uh, listening to Vince talk about the Tahoe market. It's very intriguing. Uh, and, and I just love gaining more knowledge. I seem to always gain knowledge about some portion of the market when I'm on your show that I didn't know about or I didn't know as much about. Uh, before. So no, I'm the same way here, Lou. It's that. like a history lesson for me when I get people that have been in, in the area a long time and in the business a long time. I, I was in Virginia City just recently. This is last weekend. T- took a casual trip up there. And it was just a, such a fantastic ride to go there and then to really go back in time. It was so much fun. I went to the Bucket of Blood bar and saw the band and the people dressed up in costume. And living in northern Nevada, is, is it's like being um, – kind of in a fantasy land sometimes. Yeah, there really are so many things to do. I mean, if you just think about all the activities you can do down here in Reno Sparks and Virginia City and Lake Tahoe, and, mm-hmm. and really California is, mm-hmm. is just over the hill. You know, there's yeah. a lot of things that Sacramento has that, that you know, it's a, it's a very large metropolis over there. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a key area mm-hmm. and with all the, the – um, uh, industrial growth we're seeing right now. Uh, it's really a pretty exciting time here. Well, even, you know, talking about living in Reno and Sparks, we, we basically live in the Lake Tahoe area, don't we, Lou? We, we kind of tell people that, yeah, we live at Lake Tahoe, but yeah. Yeah, it is over the hill, you know. I remember once <laughs> a, 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 uh, an economist came to town. He was speaking to one of the big banks that was uh, having a big mortgage convention. He was an economist from Florida. And he said he said everything we're talking about, Lou, beautiful place, lots to do, great things. He says the problem is Reno has an image problem. He says you got to change the name. I recommend East Lake Tahoe. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Yeah, I like it too. <laughs> Whenever I go places, I always say – Lake Tahoe, or Reno Tahoe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and that's interesting because there, there, there really is a lot of um, change going on in Reno. I mean, we were talking about it at the Investors Club the other day. I mean, you know, uh, companies like Tesla coming to town. There mm-hmm. is a transformation going on. Oh yeah. Uh, in this area, and it's it's. I mean, it's palpable. It's it's happening. Mm-hmm. In fact, I wanted to ask you this, Vince. We have Vince Scott from Sotheby's International. Are you hearing talk about the technological growth that we're having in northern Nevada, the Tesla coming in, the switch company coming in, all that stuff that we hear on the hard business side? Are people looking at that and thinking about that, too, when they're looking to buy a primary or a second home in, in, in Incline, Lake Tahoe? Absolutely, without a doubt. You know, If you're an investor looking at uh, investment property, you want to know where the employees coming from, where the buyers coming from, who mm-hmm. Tesla and other other companies right behind, and with that, there's a whole bunch of 
opportunities that is created on the outskirts of that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that that's huge. I use it when I'm talking to investors all over the country, and I'm dealing with that every day now. I'm talking to funds that uh, in Texas and other areas where you know they're they're looking at oil and gas and other things, and people are looking where do we where do we put our money. Um, and they're looking at it nationally. Where do we put our money? And Nevada's now popping up on the radar as a, a good place to put money because you're sort of getting getting in on the ground floor yeah. of a good growth cycle. Right. And that's what they're looking at. I mean, look, we got hit real hard during the mortgage meltdown across the country, all the different levels. And now we're on the way back. And, you know, I mean, sure, it's probably going to cycle again down sometime down the road. But we know for sure it's cycling in the right direction today. Before long, you start to wise up, don't you, Luke? Uh, I hope so. Yes, yeah. I think people are I think smart. So. I, I really do think <laughs> the people I talk to about real estate and financing, I really think they're a lot smarter than they were ten years ago. Oh, I can absolutely uh, agree with that. Uh, I agree yeah. with yeah. that. You right. learn. You learn from your mistakes. And oh we, yeah. Reno yeah. and this area have been hit hard with a lot of things all at the same time. It mm-hmm. seems like, and yeah, I think the uh, Governor Sandoval. I, I like what he's doing. Um, you know, aggressive with companies moving in here, and I, I just think uh, we're on the on the move. Go ahead. Well, the other thing I was going to say, Peter, because I, I I thought part of what you were inferring to is you know the younger generation, the millennials, these people are all online and they're gaining so much knowledge that we and you know I'm not not going to say my age today, but but we didn't have access to a lot of that information, so they're they are much more informed mm-hmm. at a much younger age than we were. I, again, I hate to admit it, but it is true. Mm-hmm. Technology-driven business isn't advanced. Yeah, we you. call it the X, X and Y generation, and yeah. uh, we're, we're baby boomers. And uh, well, I'm actually on the cusp of I know enough to be dangerous about technology, but I'm not good at it at all in a lot of ways. But I think that they're very educated. Uh, they're very technology-oriented, obviously. They want to make decisions quickly. And by the time they get here, they've already done the research. They've mm-hmm. done it all online. They know it. They've done the price about So kind of takes what we do as real estate professionals a little bit out of our, our control because they're already educated buyers on the area and what they want. But mm-hmm. it's good because they can make quick decisions. They have the money. They're qualified. You just market to them a little differently through the social networking and through all the stuff. It's a completely different type of demographic profile than we've seen. And I think it's a Maybe not. We're not seeing it right now, but in the next two, three, four years, that generation is going to be a big spender. They're going to be the ones that are really oh, yeah. driving the economy. Right. Yeah, now. and and to speak to that, I mean, I've had over the course of the last year or two, younger buyers. You know, because you've got a couple of different. Uh, dynamics for first-time home buyers. You've got some who come in who are treading very slowly and very lightly, and then you have others that come in, like you say, Vince. They're they're kind of pre-educated, and they will jump. They will, you know, they'll come in. They'll get pre-approved. They're out looking at homes, and two weeks later, they found yeah. a place and they're ready to go. Yeah, it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah. It's a dichotomy because in, in incline in Tahoe, it's older older demographic. Yeah, you know they're. Uh, they're, they understand history. They've been through a lot. They've been through wars. They've been through social changes and several presidencies. And they and they want to sit down and talk, talk story. You have to be very patient. You, you have to physically go be there. You don't do it through email or, or online. It, it's very different dynamic, the way you market, the way you communicate, the way you talk to them, and the way you respect them. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's really interesting to be good in this business now. You really have to... 
be very good and wear a lot of different hats in a lot of those different market segments and how you deal with those people. Yeah. And I expect in your part of focus in Incline Village Lake Tahoe, you absolutely do have that wide range of buyer types because it is a technology-driven business. Mm-hmm. It's old money. Yeah. It's new money. And, you know, if you're focusing on uh, doing manufactured homes, let's say, you're, you're pretty well focused. There's not a lot of range there yeah. with what you're doing. Uh, it, you really have to know so many different levels of the business. You must have a great team, Vince. That's all I can figure. Yeah, we do. We have a good team. And Sotheby's is a very strong international organization, very technologically advanced, uh-huh. and uh, a lot of resources to draw from there. So it's it's been good. So, you know, I was on the web and looking at your website. It's really awesome. You know, beautiful homes, great descriptions, fantastic photos. But then I also saw something that showed jewels uh, at Sotheby's, New York. Yes. Is it all part of the same company? Is it all the same, yes. the same entity? It is. The real estate division is owned by the auction house in New York. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of crossover in that client, high, high we- the wealth. And, uh, for example, I could take a listing, and if the house has artwork or, you know, I, I took one the other day up at Arrow Creek and had beautiful art, Eskimo art, Indian art, beautiful paintings, and I can get on the phone and call Sotheby's International in New York, mm-hmm. and they'll send somebody out to evaluate the art. Wow. And it works out really well. It's a nice service to offer our clients. It is. What a, what a name to hang your hat on, too. I mean, you're talking about luxury homes. I, I can't think of hardly any names that are more luxury than Sotheby's. And, Vince, so so that that party that was selling that home is going to sell the artwork with the home? Is that? Yeah, this that's was interesting. A, this was yeah. an, um, yeah. the, the parents had died and the son has uh, taken over the, the as a trustee of the estate. And he really didn't know exactly how much all this art was worth or yeah. who, how valuable it was. And so, nor do I, I'm not an expert, but having the having someone, the resources yeah. like Sotheby's oh, to yeah, give him absolutely. that and give him options. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you, probably give him some documentation around that too because yes. they're going to do an actual appraisal, correct? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They come yeah. in and do That's full-blown appraisal. Service. And, yeah. you know, they actually pay us a little bit as brokers too on some of that artwork too through the mm-hmm. Sotheby's, which is nice, you know. So if you stumble yeah. across something that's uh, valuable, valuable it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a good service to have. You've got the right clientele for those kinds of needs. On the reverse side of that, I had a client who claimed they had an original Picasso. Mm. And um, and I'm thinking, wow, this is worth millions, you know. Mm. And so we had Sotheby's come out, and it turned out it wasn't an original. And, you <laughs> know, original copy. I had to break the news to him. <laughs> yeah. I think I have one of those. Yeah, I have, I have one of those, too. But that was, must have been tough news to deliver. Yeah, yeah. I was like, it's I'm not sorry, original, yeah. it's an original copy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Incline Village and Lake Tahoe area. Vince, you said about half of the clientele that you see coming up pay cash for their properties. The other half, maybe part of them, get financing, maybe private money. But then there's also institutional money, money that you can get from a company like Lou Carr's company, Summit Funding. Lou, in case anybody wants to reach you and talk about financing for real estate in Incline Village, Lake Tahoe area, what's the best way to call you? Hi, this is Lou Carr, branch manager at Summit Funding Incorporated in Sparks, Nevada. My office phone number is 775-626-0775. My cell number is 775-771-4505. Our address is 5931 South Los Altos Parkway, Suite 105 in beautiful Sparks, Nevada, 89436. Our branch NMLS number is 104-2857. 
Summit Funding's NMLS number is 3199, and my NMLS number is 258750. My email address is LCARR at SUMMITF. U-N-D-I-N-G dot net. That's LCAR at summitfunding.net. I do loans in California and Nevada, and we are an equal housing lender. This is Lou Carr at Summit Funding, Inc. Call or text 775-771-4505. Thank you very much. All right, and we've got your contact information on our website, too, so people can find you easily. Lou, thanks for being with us today. You're welcome. I appreciate being on the show, Peter. I've got some more questions for Vince Scott, realtor extraordinaire at Sotheby's International, Incline Village, Lake Tahoe. How about you, Lou? You want to talk uh, to me? Yeah, actually, I do have more questions. I, I'm, curious, I'm curious yeah. about uh, the values up there. You I'm know, on the hot seat. Remember, yeah. remember <laughs> you know, recently we saw that the values are going up in Reno. You know, I think they're like $270,000 a year now. Um, yeah, the, yeah. Median the median price. Yeah, yeah I would bet you that Vince is going to say it's a little higher. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Just right. a little. I'm anxious. <laughs> All right. We'll <laughs> talk more with Vince Scott, Sotheby's International, after this message. Sage International Incorporated fosters the entrepreneurial spirit by first educating our clients. In fact, we wrote the best-selling book, Incorporate and Get Rich, as recommended by Robert Kiyosaki in his bestseller, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. For over 20 years, we've taught thousands of business owners, investors, professionals, and entrepreneurs how to properly structure their business and personal assets to avoid the three flaming arrows of challenge, income taxes, liability exposure, probate and death taxes. Call Sage International Incorporated at 1-800-254-5779 to set up a free 30-minute consultation. That's 1-800-254-5779. Sage International. This is Vince Scott from Sotheby's International Realty, Lake Tahoe. You're listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. Peter Padilla is important to me because he asks good questions that are relative to the subject matter, and he keeps the show very interesting. Peter Padilla is a great host, very informed, and well-educated. The best thing you can do for your business, Nevada Real Estate Radio. Here is your host, Peter Padilla. Welcome back to Nevada Real Estate Radio. My name is Peter Padilla, 775-223-3428. Let us know if you have any questions about today's interview or questions about buying or selling real estate. We have great connections, and before too long, you'll be getting on the right road to your successful real estate transaction. With us in the studio today, Vince Scott is with us. Vince has been living in the area for over 20 years. He specializes in real estate in the Incline Village and Lake Tahoe area. Uh, Vince lives in Reno, and he's got kids and participates in the sports programs. He loves, of course, the outdoor recreation that Reno and Lake Tahoe offer to all of us living here. And that includes skiing, snowmobiling, dirt biking, golf, tennis, softball, riding Harley-Davidson, coaching his kids in football, baseball, all sorts of things in life. Vince, I'm surprised that you have time to sell real estate. (laughs) Well, (laughs) as my kids have got older, I'm not participating as much coaching, but it's it's full-time just hauling kids around to sports, that's for sure. Incline Village, Lake Tahoe, both the California side and the Nevada side, pricing in the Lake Tahoe and Incline Village area. You know, Lou and I were talking about how the median home price now in Reno area, for instance, 
has gone up dramatically to $270,000. At the low, which was approximately in January of 2012, the median home price in in Reno was $135,000. So it's gone up, what, double, right? Mm -hmm. Already doubled. Mm -hmm. So what about Lake Tahoe? Has it been impacted the same way the Lake Tahoe Inclined Village? Vince, what would the median home price essentially be in that area? Well, I think percentage-wise, the the growth is very similar in terms of uh, the price increases. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's all driven by supply and demand, and, and costs to build are higher, the land values are higher, yeah. environmental thresholds and barriers to entry are more difficult. It all gets back to, you know, how difficult it is to develop in Lake Tahoe and how that relates to values. Mm-hmm. And, and um, you know, the median price now is, I believe, just under a million dollars. That's probably the mid-range is 800 to a million five, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which is also probably the slowest range when it comes to sales absorption rates. Yeah. And it's actually the higher range above, you know, two and a half, three and a half and up has been very active, mm. very strong. And un- anything under a million is very strong, you know. So because there's more inventory in that price point, um, it's actually one of the slower moving ranges. It's still moving and still moving up, but not at the same pace that the super high end is. It's yeah. only four times more, basically, <laughs> to buy a house in the Lake Tahoe Incline <clears throat> Village than it is in Reno. I mean, but let's face it, that view, is that view four times better? It's pretty spectacular. It's really I have spectacular. To say. It really is. Yeah, I have to say. It's, I, can, uh, I can see why people would do that. The snow, the skiing, snowboarding in the yeah. wintertime, and golf, and boating, mm-hmm. and beaches, and I mean, it does have a lot to offer. It might be better to buy it as an investment property because then you could rent it out if it was used like your second home, but you're only up there seven or eight times a year. Why not make some money on that? There's two components to that investment property. You know, you've got investment property where maybe you're going to rent it to somebody who works in the Tahoe area, mm-hmm. and they're going to rent it, you know, by annual lease or, you know, month by month. Right. And then you also have the the vacationer type rental, you know, where, I mean, you know, I don't own anything in Tahoe, but if I did, I would think, gee, if I had it, you know, on a on a... We had a management company or somebody working it for me. Then I could go up and use it sometimes too. Yep. The vacation rental market, although it was a tough snow year this year, the uh, you can generally plan on about fourteen to sixteen weeks a year in rental income. The vacation uh, managers typically take between twenty and thirty percent. The long term market, they take a little bit less. I think it's closer to fifteen percent. It doesn't require as much management, but the uh, Vacation home market is good. I mean, people have success also on VRBO and places like that um, where and in exchange type um, websites too. So there's a lot of advantages to buying a, an attractive, unique second home or vacation home that you can barter, you can yeah. lease, you can mm-hmm. trade. You know. v- VRBO being vacation rental by owner? Correct. Yes, mm-hmm. correct. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. so you would actually – take over the rental of the, the property yourself. You so do it they yourself. Would, yeah, yep. they, they provide a service and probably charge a small amount, and then you operate your own rental. Correct. Yeah, Very you upload all the photos. You do it the way you want to do it. Get the credit card and... Uh, it's a pretty slick system. It's a very successful website. It's been very, very good. Very good. We'll put that on our website, too. That, I think yeah. that's something I want to visit and check out, too. Our listeners probably want to make sure they follow that as well. 
My name is Peter Padilla on Nevada Real Estate Radio, talking with my in-studio guests, Lou Carr from Summit Funding and Vince Scott from Sotheby's International Real Estate in the Lake Tahoe and Incline Village area. You know, we have other experts join us on a regular basis in our studio. Two of those experts aren't with us today, John Spinola from Atlas Red Realty and Michelle Holbert from Caliber Home Loans. You know, we have just a few people that we trust with that big, big decisions. Michelle Holbert is one of those persons at Caliber Home Loans. If you want to reach out to Michelle Holbert, you can reach her at NevadaRealEstateRadio.com. We've got all of her contact information there so you can follow through with her. John Spinola is a real estate investment counselor and realtor at Atlas Red Realty. You want to talk to somebody that really knows how to maneuver and put together creative deals in real estate for investors, John Spinola is the man to call. He's at Atlas Red Realty, and we will have his information on our website, too, so you can reach out to John. So we're focused today on talking about the luxury home market, second homes, investment property in the Incline Village and Lake Tahoe area of northern Nevada. It's got a lot of things going for it. It's got a lot of history. I remember not long ago I was watching an old Godfather movie, and a lot of that scene <laughs> and setting was set in the Lake Tahoe area. Vince, do you remember when that was being done? Yeah, that was uh, Fleur de Lac over on the West Shore. Uh-huh. Um, and Sotheby's actually has uh, that property listed. Oh, really? Uh, either it's sold but, or we have it listed. But, yeah, yeah. we, we uh, I know that property very well, and I remember that series. Yeah. I always remember that beautiful scenery in the background. Oh, yeah. And um, it's it's every bit as enchanting today as it was then. Yes. And then you've got one of uh, Lou's and my favorite, Bonanza, was shot in and around that area. I remember, I, you know, I still see that show sometime. It's on the Nostalgic TV channel. Yes. And you can see the background of the lake behind when they're all four there on their horses. Yeah. Uh, somebody told me that was done right there real close to South Lake Tahoe. Yeah, and that little meadow in uh, Zephyr Cove as uh-huh. you're going – off to the right there, it's yeah, it's a nice little flat meadow there. It's beautiful. Speaking of that property, what's going on with that? I mean, I thought somebody bought that a couple of years ago. Yeah, are they re- are they developing that? What's going on? With no, that? no real plans to develop it. Uh, Dave Duffield's group bought that, yeah. um, and um, I think he's just keeping it for his kids to ride horses and yeah. enjoy. Oh, and nice. uh, it's a lot of fun. I don't think there's any imminent development plans for that right, right now. That's the patient investor theory. That That's you the had. patient yeah. investor, mm-hmm. yes. Mm-hmm. Vince, you've been in the business a long time. You talk to all sorts of people, but I, I, I think, and it's pretty obvious by, let's say, the types of property that you're selling, you're dealing with an upscale clientele, you're dealing with a smart clientele, affluent clientele. I mean, they've put some things together in their life that now they are able to have an opportunity to buy great real estate property in Incline Village, Lake Tahoe area. They probably didn't start there, they had to start someplace and you know a lot of our listeners they're just thinking about getting started mm-hmm. what are maybe some advice or tips that you might give them if they're on the fence right now and they're not quite sure about pulling the trigger and buying that first property what would you say to them well wow, that's that's a that's a really good question i think that uh if you can use money at the rates that they are right now you should do it i think it's a great time to leverage uh if you if you have a little bit of cash and you can leverage and you have good credit, um, great time to buy investment properties, second home, um, or even the primary resident that you can 
fix up and flip and, and do that every two years, you know, and take advantage of the capital gains exemptions uh-huh. that are out there. Yeah. I think that's good for guys, to, people to jump right into the real estate market. I think it's uh, it's something that you have, you hold, you can add value to in a lot of different ways and mm-hmm. um, balance out your portfolio that way yeah. with real estate and, and stocks. I would imagine like anything else, you don't want to put all of your eggs in one basket, but if yeah. you've got to pick a big basket, I would think your real estate side would be a it's pretty be, good It's becoming more – I mean, for the last six or seven years, it's taboo because you couldn't get any real lending from a speculative nature, at least from my perspective mm-hmm. as a developer mm-hmm. and, and bringing in investors. You could, you could raise money, but there was never an exit strategy. So when you built a project, you couldn't count on any takeout financing because mm-hmm. it just wasn't there the way we needed it to be. Yeah. You know, so when, when I used to do a project and – People would come in and they used to use what, what's called uh, no-income qualifiers, all those all those loan programs yep. that they took away. That was a great source of takeout financing for mm-hmm. me. And so when that dried up, it was really hard to, to make it work because you start from the beginning and you have to plan for all that. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I always recommend that people talk to other experts in the industry and other investors, other homeowners, so that they can understand more about what they're getting into. I think great guidance would be to talk to you, Vince, over at your office at Sotheby's international in case anybody's interested in buying or selling in the incline village lake tahoe area one more time your contact information uh 775-240-0241 and uh, we're more we're more a little bit high end in the luxury side of things so that's a little different prototype of pro, you know type of investor yeah um so i would have different investment advice for that type of person absolutely but, but absolutely. they're usually so well groomed anyway in that arena that they don't need my advice yeah. Well, well, I, I suspect that a lot of those people, if they have cash, they're probably thinking about maybe leveraging that cash and buying more property if they can do it. They'd have to talk to somebody like Lou to do that. Right. right. And, and you know, Vince kind of hit the nail on the head. It was a small part of his, his uh, comments. But, you know, Peter, you mentioned some of these people that now have cash and they, you know, have, have brought themselves to a position where they can mm-hmm. pay cash or, or be creative in purchasing property. But a lot of those folks, you know, when they were younger, they bought property. You you buy a piece of property when you're younger. We've talked about this before on the show, and you get a 30-year loan. And, and let's face it, uh, uh, mortgage money is on sale and has been for quite some time. Mm-hmm. But if you can take advantage of the rates where they are right now, you need a place to live. You buy a piece of property. You make the payments on the loan. Eventually, it's paid off, and you have equity or income, whichever one you choose. Right. Yeah. Along the way, your family expands. Maybe a couple of years after you buy the first piece of property, you you buy something larger for your family, and you rent out the previous. Now, you've got two properties where you're building equity. You know, Nobody knows what values are going to be, but if you took – you know, we've gone through in the last 10 years, we've gone through some pretty volatile marketplaces or excuse me, pretty volatile price ranges in our marketplace. But if you took a 50 year look right now and you put a four to five percent annual appreciation uh, onto the that that period of time, we'd be pretty close to that line oh, yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. If you can ride out the tough times, you know, you can keep going upwards in the right direction. Right. Yeah. The housing market like the economy has continued to chug along here for the last five six years now mm-hmm. and i'm just curious to know how you feel about the general real estate market and how it might how it ties into the financial market i know they're kind of driving together mm-hmm. do you see some still upward momentum going into the rest of the year um i i do i think uh up until at least up until the next election mm-hmm. um i think we're going to 
we're going to see pretty steady growth. Uh, you know, the price of oil and gas is down. There's a lot of good economic factors that are working in our favor uh, right now, and and there is a lot more money on the that's coming off the sidelines. Is mm-hmm. what I'm seeing at the at the institutional level, at mm-hmm. the you know private equity funds and all these. They're now well-funded, have a lot of money, and are looking at projects, and they're mm-hmm. cherry-picking good projects, and they're, you know, they're hiring great investment analysts right out of college, and, they, mm-hmm. and that's where the growth in that sector is, and, and that money is, is coming in, and it's trickle-down effect, and I think it's going to be pumping into real estate really solid the next two, three, four years. Money's got to go someplace. It doesn't just yeah. evaporate. It moves. Yep. And so uh, if it's moving in one direction, maybe that's, that's just some momentum there. Yeah. I heard a story. One of my investors says, you know, I had this fund approach me to buy my alfalfa farm up in Northern California. He goes, mm-hmm. I, I said, it's been producing, you know, it's a eight cap and solid cash flow machine. And they're looking for projects or that generate that solid potential cash, yeah. you know, that solid cash flow. Yeah. And you wouldn't think that a fund, would, an institutional fund, would be looking at something like that. Yeah. But now that's what they're looking at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what's, what's involved. Confidence. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's confidence. Yeah. 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 Gentlemen, I want to thank you both for being here today. And I'm hoping that uh, Vince will come back and visit us again sometime soon. Yeah. And My pleasure. Lou, Lou, always good to have you on the show with us. Yeah, thanks, Peter. I, I always have a great time here. I appreciate it. And I'd like to thank our listeners for tuning in. My name is Peter Padilla, your host. And we are on every week right here. Same time, same station. Tell your friends so they can join you, too, on Nevada Real Estate Radio. Goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Nevada Real Estate Radio with Peter Padilla. We value your listenership and appreciate your feedback. Want to talk with Peter? Send an email to peter at nevadarealestateradio.com.